We're recording. You say that, I immediately have to burp. Sometimes bubbles come up through my throat, uh-huh. and so sometimes I'll lean back like this, so it... <laughs> We're all friends here. We're all, we get to be human. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to deny our... I don't know. Burps? <laughs> no. That's what I usually call no. them. Never, never deny your burp. It's a mark of pride. I'm Joshua. And I'm Brittany. And we're two librarians who talk about sci-fi and fantasy and a little bit of everything else. So today we have a reader's advisory. Mm -hmm. That's where we recommend books to people who have given us things that they like and don't like. It's kind of like our job. It is our big part of our job. So we're turning it into a podcast. Why not? The smaller episodes, the (laughs) RA episodes, the raw episodes. Yeah, yeah. And I I can't wait to start getting feedback and requests from people who listen to us. Yeah. Because then we can like read out their book recommendations live yes that'll be so much fun it'll be really exciting so yeah hint hint people hint hint please (laughs) please talk to us we'd love it so today we have another book boxer yep so we're gonna say they we're gonna do our best they like mystery historical fiction fantasy sci-fi literary fiction yes and they also like women's stories and they like travel so those, those are some of the things I remembered because it's what I based some of my books off of. They like books that are event-focused and well-paced plot. Yes. Who are this person's favorite writers? So they listed five authors, Tad Williams, Jane Linscold, Patrick Rothfuss, Lisa C., and Connie Willis. Ooh, okay. That's an eclectic bunch. Yeah. I don't recognize all those authors, just yeah, a couple of them. me but... too. Like, uh, I do recognize Patrick Rothfuss. He mm-hmm. did... The King Killer trilogy. Yeah, Patrick Rothfuss is a mm. big name in sci-fi fantasy. Yeah. Lisa C. I think she did The Island of Sea Women, which I have not read. I just I hear about it a lot. I know it's a really good book. And uh, Connie Willis, she writes time travel fiction, oh. women who time travel, and the rest I'm not sure who they are. Mm-mm. That's okay. We're librarians, not oracles. <laughs> <laughs> right. Setting is also very important to them. They they like places like in East Asia, Japan and China, and England and Ireland and Germany. Nice. So a little mix well of rounded. And, and they like big books. They cannot lie. No. They like big books. <laughs> <laughs> so we have four new picks for them. Yes. Do you want to get us started? Sure. My first one, it's it's kind of an older book. It came out in like the late nineties, I'd say. It's The Mists of Avalon by okay. Marion Zimmer Bradley. Have you heard of this one? The Mist of Avalon, it, yeah, it rings a bell for me, at least. But I don't know what it's about. When it first came out, it was a big deal because it took what was an original storyline of Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table, the whole romance of Arthur and Camelot. So instead of focusing on the male characters and having male characters who are fully developed, it's the female characters. Uh, it's basically their experience in that saga. Okay. So the main character was actually the villain in the oh. original, yeah. Morgane, also known as Morgan Le Fay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she's the half-sister of Arthur. They kind of explore their childhood together. It takes away from the fact that she's like some evil sorceress, that she's kind of like at the mercy of fate and the mercy of much more powerful people. The whole story kind of starts with Vivian, who is known as the Lady of the Lake. She's also the leader of the Druids who live on the mythical island of Avalon. And uh, she comes to Morgan and Arthur's mother and basically says, I'm going to take your kids away because they're going to be trained to become Druids. They're just going to change England to make it the most powerful, prosperous kingdom in the world. They're going to bring back the faith of the goddess. 
Oh, well, I mean, bummer for that mom. Poor kid. Oh, yeah. Poor, uh, the mom's name is Egraine. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's a very interesting character. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she's given her own motivations. She's a really well-shaped character. They all are. That's cool. I'll have to pick it up sometime. It sounds good. Do you know if it's on audiobook? uh, I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. Because it's been out for like, you know, 20 years. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I recommend it a lot. If you know the Arthur story and all the events that happen there, it pretty much follows the same story is that but it just gives you a different perspective what are you gonna recommend so i focused more on travels and women's stories and she also likes historical fiction so i brought the book women of troublesome creek okay and that's by kim michelle richardson i read it two years ago i don't typically do historical fiction i love this book maybe i'm biased because it's about a librarian but (laughs) it takes place in 1930s kentucky and uh, Cussie Mary is the main character. I love that name. Cussie, Cussie. Cussie Mary. Um, <laughs> she, she's a pack horse librarian. She's 19. What's a pack horse librarian? So it, this is a true stuff, which uh-huh. I didn't realize till later. There was a group of librarians in Kentucky, and they would literally take their pack horses, and they would each have their own circuit that they would do, and they would pass out books. Wow. Yeah. So she just have like a little wagon of books and She has her mule. And I don't remember the mule's name, but it's like Ginya or something. <laughs> of course it's Ginya. <laughs> yeah, That's and a good one. nobody else likes the mule, but the mule really loves her. Of course, because she loves her mule. She loves her mule mm-hmm. and her mule can get anywhere. So it's perfect for her circuit that she does because she like goes through the wilds of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Like she goes through the forest, mm-hmm. the mountains just to like reach these people. The interesting thing about Cussie Mary is that she is blue. Her skin color is actually blue. She has a blood condition, and she is considered one of the last of the blue people. Her dad is blue, and so she faces a lot of racism as a blue person. Mm -hmm. At the beginning of the story, her dad really wants her to get married. He's really concerned about her well-being, especially in the future. Her Mm -hmm. dad works in the mines, so a lot of times people die in the mines. He's like, what's going to happen to her if I die or something happens to me? And she does initially get married to this horrible, horrible man. So there is a trigger warning. She is raped. I wouldn't say it's super graphic, so she she's just determined to be a librarian. Mm. She's like, I'm going to focus on my life yeah. and I'm going to focus on my patrons. Oh. And it's really interesting because she goes to these people and there's kind of like a fear of books from some people. Like, uh, for example, she goes to this family. It's the dad and the wife and the couple kids. And he's like, my kids, all they want to do is read. He's like, they're not getting their chores done. <laughs> it's like so funny. <laughs> the librarians used to make these books where they would like put together a whole bunch of different kind of like articles and it was just like a whole bunch of random stuff like recipes and articles and just things that were helpful she's like well give them one of these she's like there's a whole bunch of stuff about hunting and fishing in here she's like they'll learn how to hunt and fish and help the family out oh she's clever she's very smart she's (laughs) like well if you don't want them reading more fiction try some nonfiction. and there is a love story that happens in there with Mm -hmm. her and another guy and it's really nice to see the friendship she creates with some of her co-workers and some of her patrons It's also kind of hard because there's some obvious racism and there's this really Mm. scary gentleman who's a preacher. I think his last name is Vesper. He's actually the brother of the guy she married. And so he believes that she's like a demon. So I would say it's a hard read, but I loved it so much. It's like one of those books where I felt like it made me a better person. And you learn so much about the history. At the very end, Kim Michelle Richardson, the author, she she did a lot of research into this Mm -hmm. book. She has a whole bunch of historical clips at the end and how she did her research. She seems like a really cool person. And she also has this this project called the shy rabbit i was Mm -hmm. telling you about this earlier it's almost like an airbnb for authors you can apply to go there and they'll pay for your food and stuff for like two weeks and they're like 
It's in Kentucky. It's just basically a writer's retreat. You just go there in the wilds of Kentucky in the mountains and just like write to your heart's content. Yeah, and they'll get you hooked up with the publisher. Like you have to compete for that. Oh, we, you know, we picked 12 contestants in the winter, like goes to this place and we get you hooked up with the publisher in New York. It's super cool. That's like... Uh, an example of a writer who's like, okay, I've, I've published a book. Now I want to help other people do it. Yes. Um, Jojo Moyes wrote a similar book, and I have not read that one. There was a little bit of controversy, which I will not get into. Um, if you want to go Google that on your own, you can. But I really love this book. I highly recommend it. Book Woman of Troublesome Creek. Yeah. My second recommendation now, I, I'm ashamed to admit, I have not read this. It's okay. So... <laughs> You're going to tell me about it. But I do know a lot about it because okay. I've talked to people about it, and okay. I've done my research. And it is on my to-be-read list. Yes. And I have like 80 million books on that list. So. That's okay. That's a life of a librarian. <laughs> really. So this one is called The Long Way to a Small Angry Planet. Okay. I haven't read it either. Becky Chambers. Okay. It is her debut novel. So this novel is a space opera. When I say space opera, it is a sci-fi novel that takes place in space and they visit various worlds and stuff. So it's kind of like, imagine Star Wars and Star Trek kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, where they visit different alien races. and. Is that what they mean by space opera? Yeah. I always heard space yeah. opera. I'm like... I I don't know. Maybe because there's just so many characters in a space opera. So opera instead of drama. Because I would think space drama. But they're like, no, it's space opera. It's more operatic. So this one takes place in in a part of space called the Galactic Common. Now the Galactic Commons are a multiple species system treatise. Meaning that they're not like a federation where they're part part of one government. Mm -hmm. But they're like separate governments that all work together to some economic or social goal. So think of it like the European Union. This book follows the crew of the Wayfarer. Now, the Wayfarer is like a construction ship. So their main goal is to uh, visit this new system that has just joined the Galactic Commons and connect them to their network of hyperspace lanes. So they're going to go the long way, just traveling through space, setting up these hyperspace hubs. Oh, that's kind of fun. Taking the idea of a of a crew in space, but making them kind of like space construction workers. Yeah. Yeah, so they're very salt-of-the-earth type people. And the crew is really awesome, too. They're like a a mix. They're not all human. Some of them are from different planets and stuff, so they're an alien species with their own language and their own cultural backgrounds. Some of these characters will have stereotypes of other races. Oh, that's funny. So it's kind of like through their interactions, they kind of break down those stereotypes. When they get to their destination, they realize things are not so as they seem. <laughs> yeah, and that's my second recommendation. Nice. Yeah. So, what's nice. your what's your final recommendation? My final recommendation. I read it. I think last year. It's called Spin the Dawn. It's by Elizabeth Lim. And I have to say, the cover art on this is so beautiful. I was showing Joshua this yeah. earlier. I wrote down the illustrator's name, Tran Nguyen. She has her own website. It's mynameistran.com. Or you can follow her on Instagram with the handle of mynameistran. So I really recommend going look at that artist. Yeah. I'll, I'll put the links for our audience. Perfect. Perfect. Because I'm Beautiful just... artwork. But the author is Elizabeth Lim. <laughs> She's written other books. I've seen her name more in children's books. But this is a YA book. This is an interesting mix of Mulan meets Project Runway. Okay. Kind of. Interesting. <laughs> kind of an interesting mix. Maya Tamarin. She wants to be a tailor. And this is in the land of Alandi. It's based off of ancient China. And in Alandi, only men can be tailors. Her dad has been really struggling. Um, they lost their mom like a few years ago and he, I think he drinks. He's like an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. So secretly she's been doing all the work. Mm-hmm. So she's actually the tailor at okay. their shop. 
and then the, the people of the court come and they're like, we're summoning your father to be uh, the tailor of the court or to compete in a competition. They're gathering all the best tailors and like his name is in the pot. He is not doing so well. So she dresses up as her brother. The fir- this book is kind of interesting. Some people balked a little bit at it because the first half is kind of like this competition between her and these other tailors in court. The second half of the book is her going on this grand adventure with the court magician, Eden. And she has to create three dresses, mm-hmm. and they are Laughter of the Sun, The Tears of the Moon, and The Blood of Stars. Those are beautiful names. They're beautiful names. <laughs> so she has to gather these materials that are obviously godly and yeah. kind of usually out of human reach. But with the help of Eden, the court magician, she's able to go and try to gather these things. And so you get to meet ghosts and demons nice. and... It's really fun. Yeah. It's really, really fun. In the first half, I wasn't mad at because I like competitions. Mm-hmm. I think they're really interesting. And she got to meet all these tailors, some of who are actually generally like good men mm-hmm. and some of them who are very bad men. Yeah. And I didn't mention before, but what's happening at court, the reason why they're bringing these tailors in is because the king is getting married to another kingdom's daughter. But this princess, she she's a warrior princess. She mm-hmm. actually does not want to be getting married. So <laughs> she she's trying to stall this wedding as long as she can. And when they have to go on that journey, she's like, I need these specific dresses. Mm-hmm. And she names these dresses because they are dresses of legend that like all the people kind of know. And she's like, well, those are the dresses I need. Yeah. So her thinking is, nobody's going to be able to do this. Nobody's going to make it happen. Nice. So That sounds like very, very much Chinese folklore. Mm-hmm. Like if you've, if you've read some some Asian fairy tales, this yeah. kind of setup is very, very similar. I really like this idea. Yeah. And this book, it's part of a duology. So it's one, two, done. <laughs> nice. And I like the second one a lot too. Unravel the Dusk. Ooh, and that down. one... Spin the dawn, unravel the dusk. And unravel the dusk has a lot more demons in it, so it was so much fun. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. nice because of duology, because we've talked about with fantasy, a lot of times they're a really long series, and this one's like, one, two, done. Like, that's everything that's I ever wanted. Perfect. It's everything perfect. I ever wanted. I'm a kind of person who hates that commitment of going into a big series, mm-hmm. being like, oh, when will I ever finish it? <laughs> my, as I said, my to-be-read list is 80 million books long. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. I only have two. <laughs> only two of them. Yeah, and it's kind of fun getting to explore some... Chinese folklore. Awesome. Okay. So before I wrap up, I want to do a little callback to our first episode. Okay. So I'm almost finished with The Loneliest Girl in the World. (gasps) Yes. Oh my God. I love this. Uh, I wish I read this when we were in lockdown. I felt a lot of kinship with Romy. Yeah. The Loneliest Mm -hmm. Girl in the Universe by Lauren James. Lauren James. Yeah. Yeah. I'm listening to it as an audiobook and the uh, the narrator, I can't remember her name. She does a very good job with the voices. She really puts a lot of emotion into Romy especially when she has her little anxiety attacks. Yeah. It's, you feel it. Quick nutshell, Romy is all by herself on a spaceship. Yep. She's going to Earth too. And you don't know what's happened to everybody else around her. Yeah. Like that's super nutshell, but The Loneliest Girl in the Universe by Lauren James is amazing. Yeah. And it's super quick. Read. Really super quick. Super quick. Really like quick. I started it late last week and I'm almost finished. So. Yeah. It was on our um, bite-sized, bite-sized books, books episode, which I think is episode one. Yeah. So that comes with a hearty endorsement from the both of us. Yay! <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was so good. Good. We're going to wrap up. The four books that we recommended, I've recommended Marion Zimmer Bradley's The Mists of Avalon and uh, Becky <laughs> Chambers' The Long Way to a Small Angry Planet. Nice. Hmm. I recommended The Book Woman of Troublesome Creek by Kim Michelle Richardson 
and Spin the Dawn by Elizabeth Lim. Tuesday song. Well, that was a remix. That was a remix. Thank you again for listening, and you have a great rest of your week. Yeah, read some books. Yeah, read some books. Bye. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us today. You can reach us at starships at coosbaylibrary.org. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs>